Hello and welcome to another Beautifully Broken podcast. My name is Lori Rollinger and I'm here with my mom, Sharon Ingram. Yes. Hello. Good to see you. The one and only. <laughs> wow. It's a gorgeous day today. It, it, it is. We're not. I feel like every time we talk about weather, but we did go out and take a walk together yes, today. Yes, we did. It was and very it was nice. lovely. And I have my one of my doggies here mm-hmm. and she did so good. Yes, she did. She's my baby. She'll be, she's a year and a half, mm-hmm. but she's very pretty and she's very, she's very good. She's big though. And you kind of don't love big dogs. <laughs> well, I like her, but yes, I don't want a big dog that's going to jump on me. So, but she, she doesn't. So no, she isn't. She mm-hmm. doesn't. She's a good girl. Mm-hmm. She's a good girl. She's not, she's not paying attention to me anymore. So. Um, so yeah, we're back mm-hmm. another week, a beautifully broken, and yes. I am up this week talking about, um, something that is very vulnerable to me still to this day, I would say mm-hmm. I have vulnerability and this is <laughs> whenever the hardest question for me is whenever somebody comes up to me and says, what is it that you do? <laughs> because I used to know my purpose. Mm-hmm. I used to know who I was and what I did. And now I'm like, well, um, let's see. <laughs> you know, and I have like all these little things like uh, I host for my church in Florida, mm-hmm. right. CB Glades. Mm-hmm. And I love doing that, but that's mm-hmm. just on the weekends. So that doesn't really feel like it's like a full-time kind of thing. And then I breed Bernadoodles, but that's, you know, mm-hmm. hit or miss, mm-hmm. recently miss, but hopefully hit here soon. Um, you know, I do a podcast, yes. but that's once a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like... And you've written your book. I have wrote mm-hmm. a book. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, and I'm, I spend some time writing other little things Absolutely. down, mm-hmm. but you know, before it was so easy for me to know who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, and I, I know we've used too. that one. You use that mm-hmm. one too. Mm-hmm. I did. But this verse has meant so much to me, especially since Greg has been gone, but it says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Mm-hmm. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And I love that it's so specific to you. And mm-hmm. I, you can put your name in there. Absolutely, you can. I knit for mm-hmm. I know the plans I have for you, Lori. Mm-hmm. Well, which is good because I don't know my own plans from day to day. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still find myself. A little adrift, you know, it's getting easier the f- the farther along I am by myself, but mm-hmm. it's still such a hard thing. Um, before becoming a widow, you know, I got my bachelor's degree in education and I taught kindergarten for a few years and, and I substituted some and, and then I moved on to become a mother and then... Greg and I planted our church. I was mm-hmm. a pastor's wife, and then mm-hmm. I worked in the creative worship department, and then I had a big hand in in helping Greg develop his messages on the weekend. I always felt like his messages had my fingerprints on them, which was really kind of an awesome thing. So he would speak, but I was 
involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he got sick, I was still a mother, but I became a full-time caregiver. And even after we had to step down from leading the church, I was so busy actively trying to save him that I I didn't really feel the effects of you know mm-hmm. losing that part of me because I was it was full time 24/7 I didn't sleep for 2 years so but once he was gone you know all I had left of me was being a mom and beyond that I had no idea who I was or what I was meant to be and as I started to evaluate where to go next in life, I really struggled for what was my purpose. Thankfully, you know, my kids were all still at home and they motivated they motivated me to get out of bed sometimes. <laughs> and you know, they would get hungry, so I would throw food at them sometimes, but you know, they also made me laugh and they let me cry and you know, they made me want to be more than just a shell of a person, to look for something new. Um, But, you know, all I really wanted was what I had in the past. And I really didn't care to know a new purpose for my life. I would try to think about where I belonged in this world, and, and then, oh man, these massive insecurities about who I was started creeping in. You know, my husband was, you know, he wasn't a saint. He did some things that, you know, um, but that was what was so awesome about him and what made him such a great pastor was because he was definitely a sinner (laughs) um, who had been saved by the grace of God. And Mm -hmm. if you're ever fortunate enough to hear one of his messages, you'll, you'll see how relatable he is. You know, and he was um, he was very headstrong, which is not always easy to live with. But he was kind, and he was um, very caring, and um, you know. But he was larger than life, my husband. And so, when I really thought about, you know, who is Lori outside of Greg, that's really when the insecurity started setting in, and I thought. Well, maybe, maybe I was just the backup, you know, maybe all the talent laid within Greg. He was the one that people, his his charisma was so amazing and people flooded to talk to him and wanted to know him. And, you know, I was great. I loved being in the back and being the backup and being the support. I was the wind beneath his wings. (laughs) I was good with it. Um, but, you know, when it was just me, it made me really wonder, okay, who am I without him? Do I have any talents without him? And, you know, how could God use me without Greg in my life? We were a team. We were better together. And it just led to this deep wanting of what I had and, you know, Obviously, I couldn't have what I had. And so it forced me to go to scripture and, you know, just knowing in Jeremiah that God was saying this to Israel, but he's also saying it to us that he knows. He already knows. He knew from before what he has planned for me. 
And it forced me to really take a look at myself and who I wanted to be. And I, I needed help. And so I had, I found a counselor. Um, she's actually a good friend. And, um, I did some counseling with her as far as like, who, who am I? Um, you know, in that imposter syndrome, right? That we're never good enough. Um, it's not our ability. It's not, we're not talented. We're not, you know, all the things. And I was really able to kind of break that down and see, no, you know, God made each one of us with unique gifts. And maybe some of our gifts are more loud (laughs) than other people. And that's okay. But that doesn't mean we always have to stay quiet. Maybe God is moving us into a different type of position. And she also made me realize that I'll never be able to move forward in life when I'm always looking behind me. And that's not to say that we move on or that we forget or we grow past our spouse. Of course, none of that is true. But there is a point where what we focus on becomes our main objective. And if you're constantly looking in your rear view, you you can't see ahead. And that's where I was at. I was so stuck in the past. I couldn't see my future. And when I started really praying through, you know, God, you said, you know, you have the plans for me. You declared it. Mm -hmm. You want me to prosper. You don't want me to come into harm. You have something in store for me that lies hope and it has a future. And, you know, I just started focusing on those things because I couldn't see a future. And sometimes it's still hard for me to see a future. Um, But as hard as it is to believe, our best days are, they are in front of us. You know, some people obviously don't make it past where they're at in life. They die young. My husband died young. So every day is a gift. It really is. And if you have a tomorrow, that's a blessing. That is a blessing from God. Your best days, even though they're going to look different, they're still in front of you. And you have to allow God to breathe that future, that hope into your life. Allow space in the darkness to be like, you know what? I'm going to believe that there is hope, Mm -hmm. that there is a future for me. And allow God to show me. Stop looking in that rearview mirror. Don't forget it, obviously, but it has a time and a place. And every day, especially when you start out, that's why it's so good to start out in the Word of God. He will breathe something new into your life. And that newness is always filled filled with hope. So when you allow God to into your life, especially in the morning, to start out with a prayer, uh, read a little scripture. Um, you just recently gave me a good book. Um, mm-hmm. What's it called again? The Jericho Rolls. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a good little book. It's a good little book. And who's it by? Do you know his um, name? Robert Morgan. Okay. Something small like that, that has just a bite size again. like Again, it's about two pages. Maybe. Yeah. But they're little. It's a little book. Mm-hmm. Something that 
allows God to speak into your life in the morning and say, you're here. You, you are here for a reason. This is not, you know, God's finished with you when your husband dies. You have a plan, all your own, and a purpose, and God wants to d- fulfill it. He wants you to have hope. Start your day in the morning, the prayer, little Bible verse, and allow God space in your life to breathe hope into your future. Um, y- you can't give up. You know, if you don't play the game, you don't you don't have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. So you can't give up. You've got to be in it. Pray that God would lead you and show you a purpose. Mm-hmm. Let me pray for us all. Lord, show us your plan and purpose for our lives. Help us to plainly see it and to keep walking towards it and to never give up. God, help us to purpose each morning to allow you space in our life to show us a little glimpse of that future that breathes hope into our lives for today, for tomorrow, and for beyond. Help us to believe that our best days are ahead of us, that you are going to fill them with something amazing. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Mm, That was so good, Lori. Thank you for sharing that. Because, yes, we, you know, we do move forward. I mean, I was thinking as you were talking, even when we were with our husbands, and we still had our husbands, and you think of the life that you had and you lived together, you still moved forward, you know. Mm. So that's just kind of the way, whether you have your your husband or you're now single, you know, there is a time to give yourself space and there's a time to grieve. And everyone's on really their own schedule um, of grieving. But even in grieving, we're moving forward Mm. when we lean into Jesus because he does help us. Even on days that we don't think we can take one more step forward, you know what? We do. Mm. We do take that step forward. So I I just think that... um, that that is really was really good, and you know it's it's hard. It's not what we want. We think we marry and we'll, you know, be together and we'll live happily ever death, after. You know, yeah, <laughs> until we are taken home together. We think we but, live um, in the Notebook. Have you ever seen the Notebook uh-huh. where they die together? Yeah, yeah. So, no, no it, that, that doesn't, doesn't happen. really happen. <laughs> but you know, so it's easy to have. Um, insecurities um, when losing a spouse. I mean, I certainly have also. And not know even sometimes how to move forward. But that's where I just say, give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, it it is different. It's just different when you've lived, because I, you know, was married 60 years. So, yeah, I didn't know who I was either, you know. Mm -hmm. And... um, um, and yet, I just pray, God, use use me however you want. And I think when we open our hands and we say, Lord, I surrender, I'm yours today. You know, what are we going to do together? That has helped me to just kind of be quiet with that and just leave that and allow the Lord to 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 lead in my days in that way as I'm moving along in this uh 
process of being uh, in this state of, of widowhood, you know. Mm. And yet, I don't want that to define me, and I think it takes time that uh, I don't feel like it does. We are still um, a person, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, God knows the plan He has for you. He has knows the plan He has for me. I mean, we're individuals. Mm. And um, so anyway, I just think it's the important part is that you take the steps uh, to realize you have a future, and it's not just a past um, it's God. not just a past time either. Mm-hmm. No. Because we're going to look back and be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes I get down on myself. Oh, the wasted years. That I-. No, I think we're not wasting years. We're trying to become who we're becoming. Mm-hmm. And Greg had this awesome message one time. He was talking about, you know, um, God told Moses, he is, I am. But in Hebrew, I am is really, I be, because it's action. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about myself and people asking me, who, what do you do? I, in my mind, I think I'm becoming, (laughs) because I don't really have an answer, but I love the fact that, okay, so I might not be there yet. Mm -hmm. I am becoming. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. We're not promised tomorrow anyway, Mm -hmm. you know. But let's walk today and, um, you know, say, Lord, I'm just here I am. And then, you know, in time, I think we learn to be content in that and, um, you know, we're not the only ones, ladies, who through the <laughs> through the eons of time there have been widows. Mm. And um so we want to encourage each other because we will make it as we read back, even in scripture, so many places they talk about the widow. She held such a valuable place um to Jesus, to the Father. Um but I think that as we look to them and we see they made them, you know, I it just encourages me, you know, Sharon, keep running your race um, so that when, you know, it's our time to enter into um, the heavenlies, we will hear, well done. Mm. You ran that last leg, sometimes running that last leg and alone. I know, it's not easy, but let's run it well. Right. Because um, we personally stand to give that response to the Lord. So I definitely want to hear that. For sure. You ran it well. And we talk Mm -hmm. about, you know, using sticky notes or whatever to remind us. And you you have a sign that Mm -hmm. you bought and hung in your kitchen. I do. That talks about thankfulness. Oh, it says, it's right here. I see it in my kitchen every day. But rejoice always, Mm. you know. Um, Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. Mm -hmm. And for it says, for this is God's will Mm. for you in Christ Jesus. It's from 1 Thessalonians 5. And, you know, it's, um, it's helped me so much. 
Well, you but you have that sign, but I also have a sign. Mm-hmm. I actually posted it on my Instagram, but it's a sign that I found on Etsy. Etsy. It's not a verse, but it says the good old days are still to come. Mm-hmm. And I have it hanging in my like family room area. And it's actually above Greg's chair that he used to use to mm-hmm. speak in. Um, so it's a little bit of a reminder of, I'm not forgetting the past. Right. The past made me who I am, but reminding myself that God will use the past mm-hmm. to bring glory to himself right. for the right. future, to give me a purpose. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, mm-hmm. he's got a plan and a purpose for he you. He does. And you know, Lori, that makes me think too. Yeah, and it's not that we're looking for the, another person to complete us. Do no. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, he's got a plan for us. And it may be, um, and very likely, you know, just to shine within um, where we are as a single woman. And right. that's okay. Well, but maybe God has somebody for you, Mom. Well, I don't think he does for me, but he probably does for you. No. <laughs> Listen, no, I have, I I've got my eyes out on all the, the nice gentlemen that are, you know, sidled up to you. I was so. I was married to a pretty awesome man who treated me like a princess, so that would be kind of hard to find another one like that. (laughs) You just never know. You never know. But no, it's not not about replacing or, you know, God has a purpose for us individually, and we just want you to feel it, to know it, Mm. to own it. And just feel yeah. the hope that it brings. Right. And we're in this together. You're not alone. We're here for you. Yeah. So our question to you today is, where do you find yourself? Are you struggling with what God has planned for your future? Take some time today and pray that God would reveal some forward momentum steps for you to take. Write those steps down and then put together a game plan for how you can start taking those steps. I think that's important. Um, You know, just know that with God, you know, God is I am, but it's an action. And with Him in us, we are becoming. So let us know what you're becoming today. We'd love to hear from you. I should say. So thank you so much for joining us Mm -hmm. this week. And um, we hope you have a wonderful week. If you could leave us a review and rate us, that would be awesome on this podcast or uh, on our uh, book. That would really help us out. So we hope you have a great week and we'll see you next week. Okay. All righty. Bye-bye.